Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in an original fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity raise against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Stever and I play Astra Blep, a fey-addled half-falforical who is exactly who she says she is. I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa Paladin who's eager to help and flex. Caitlin Stadahar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Lukemeyer playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. And we're of course led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious DM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm ready for you guys to solve another problem by setting something on fire. Hell yeah, we're going <laughs> to set something on boom, fire! Boom. No, we're going to use magic to blow something up. It's entirely different. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the boom boom still applies. You see one of the soldiers that was on post is sort of walking over to the far left of the screen. There's like a big storage garage. Baby Angel's triumphant return. Uh, and he kind of like lingers at the entrance to that, <laughs> making sure that you guys see him. And then he opens the door and enters it. Oh, my God. Do we think this is a trap? No. No. How? How? Uh, yeah. He's my best friend. <laughs> I don't know. They they mind read him and they stole secrets from his brain. Oh, what? the secret of baby angel. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we want to go down to the warehouse and talk with baby angel. Yes, that is absolutely what we want to do. Yeah, for sure. I want to say, Paul, that listening to the podcast back, I love that you always have the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what if he fell down and he would die if we didn't help him unless it's going willingly with a bunch of thieves guild thugs in which case Zelf is all on board yeah that was a bad call i feel ashamed about that <laughs> let's go talk to this boy are you bringing dim tub with you he did his job he deserves to go back to the church yeah i reluctantly agree we've done enough to him i totally give dim tub like 10 gold Aww. give him a tip yeah, I give him a tassel of his hair. Attaboy, Dim Tup. Nice, that's like worth like not much, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dim Tup heads back to the church. Guys, I hate splitting the party, but I think Zelf wants to stay on the roof and watch the movements of this mech, <sighs> since he's not very social <laughs> or very sneaky. You love splitting the party. I'm coming to terms with it. One combat where you guys don't split would be great for my anxiety. <laughs> wow, are we about to get in combat, Justin? We already gave him the map, guys. We don't have to give him anything more, okay? <laughs> I'm going to totally redact everything I just said, and Self is absolutely going to go with everybody else. <laughs> I don't want to pressure you. I'm just saying. I do. Let's go. There's a lot of people. No, you're right. You're right. Let's do it. Okay. How do you want to get over there? You want to be sneaky? You want to be in disguise? You want to just plow through some the people up at the top? So there's what? There's two of them at the top? Yeah, there's two snipers that you'd run into on the way. My stealth sucks. Can somebody, like, disguise me? I do think I can disguise you. I also need... I'm bad. 
<laughs> so if, <laughs> if we were to go and like take out these snipers, are we close enough to everyone below that we would attract attention from down below? No, you're about three stories up. So okay. you could definitely do that secretly. Well, yeah, but it's going to be suspicious when they don't report in. Zelf and Johnny, how good are you at swimming? Uh, plus zero i have a penalty because i'm wearing heavy armor okay (laughs) johnny sinks like a stone yeah (laughs) but like i can probably hold my breath pretty well so like maybe i could walk around the bottom wait actually self do you have a water breathing thing maybe we could just like walk along on the bottom and then i don't okay I'm just going to disguise you two boys. Okay. As I think lepers. I'll be like a super hot leper, though. <gasps> yep. <laughs> uh, Zelf was easier to disguise as a leper. Probably. And Johnny is just too beautiful. <laughs> I try, but I can't dampen his hotness. He's just too hot. He keeps voguing. <laughs> These sparkles keep falling out of the <laughs> leper robe. All right. I rolled it twice. I don't know if that's what I should have done. I love it. 26 was the first roll. So if you want the first roll, that's it. Yeah, we'll take the first one, which was the better one anyway. All right. So you guys are disguised as an old woman and two lepers. And Patty is... (laughs) I'm just going to stealthify. Okay. Tommy for sure is too. I'm not too concerned about his stealth. If the soldiers catch Tommy, let's just leave him. Let's say 25 plus 2 is a 27. Nice. You're showing this ninja up. So I rolled perception for the two snipers who could potentially see you, and I rolled a seven. So you guys are good to go, and you're able to make it through the rooftops of this area over to the entrance of the garage and let yourself in here. Uh, So you guys enter a small one-room garage that's used to store and repair fishing boats. So you see boats on the walls and in front of you. You see in one corner, Glorhan and Kada sit across from each other in sort of a trance. Uh, there are runes and other magical symbols that are scrawled on the ground around oh. them. Harville paces anxiously nearby. He's still wearing his baby angel disguise <laughs> underneath the soldier disguise that he has on when he takes off the hat. He's still blonde with feathers braided into his hair. <laughs> on a makeshift bed of ropes, Pearl is tending to Abraham, who's barely conscious. He's clearly like just racked with pain. He's ghostly pale and he like doesn't even have the strength to hold his head up. Bro. I'm going to go check him out. It's Johnny's a healer. I did not think we were going to find these guys. <laughs> what? We were doing all that good work. <laughs> well, well, remember Paul is, you know, constantly forecasting the worst. <laughs> so Zolf <laughs> <laughs> was confident we were going to fail. Confident we'd find their bodies. Johnny, as you go over to check out Abraham's condition, Pearl says, I've used all the healing spells that I know and they haven't done anything. It's just he wasn't injured at all. But after Neven was killed, he just started wasting away. I mm. I think all we can really do is keep him comfortable. <gasps> can Zelf make some kind of arcane knowledge check to try to interpret the magical nature of the situation? <sighs> of what the girls are doing? Yeah. Uh, you can make a spellcraft check for sure. Excellent. I'm also going to make a spellcraft. Yeah. Johnny's going to attempt a heal check, but I think, yeah, it's probably going to be more magical. I rolled a 26 on my spellcraft. I got 23 on my heal check. Yeah, your 26 beats me up. Based on the runes and inscriptions on the ground around them, you can tell that the girls are casting a ritual that combines Glorahan's shadow magic and Kata's divination. Hmm. You can recognize elements that are similar to the spells Divine Location and Shadowy Haven, which like opens up a portal to an extra-dimensional shadow space. Hmm. So hide them in the shadow realm. Okay, that's a good plan. Harville is like, they've been casting for the last hour. We can't interrupt them at this point without it backfiring, but I can't stand staying still. I want to be out there immolating the Winter Guard, but this rain is negating my fire spells and my cold spells were already useless against them. It seems like it's centered on the boat, but I can't get close enough on my own. Hmm. Magic rain, huh? That's pretty cool. Boy, I hope it's an item that we can take. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying that out loud. (laughs) All right. Plan A, 
We use the demolitions to sink the boat. I was just thinking how bad I wanted to blow up the boat. You read my mind. I was like, God, I want to blow up that boat so bad. Can I maybe seal it? Yes. But I was like, should we look at it for, like, should we? No. No, okay. (laughs) I like that answer. (laughs) Who knows what wonders lie in the boat? Cast your eye out upon it. Send it to the bottom of the sea. Justin, Astra is going to keep a real close eye on Tommy okay this whole time because we have now found Glorhan and Pearl and they are here and I don't know if he knows w- which of these people are them but I'm just gonna keep a close eye on him <laughs> great just saying that preemptively there's only one thing left to do with Tommy guys <laughs> Right. Ask him to join our group. Friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah d- definitely that. Were we able to figure out this wounded guy Neven, his condition? His condition is that, so this is Abraham. He's inherently tied yeah. to Neven. Neven died, and he just is way seen away since yeah. that happened. Classic fantasy <sighs> twin shared life syndrome. And there's nothing they can do. They can't transplant some kind of a connection. He's in no way injured, and Pearl has tried cure light wounds. All the spells that she has at her disposal, she's tried. Well, if you guys recall, Abraham and Neven, one of them is the duplicate <laughs> that was created. Yeah. I love that so, so much. This might be outside of our wheelhouse. Do you think if we took him to Bavel, Bavel would spend any effort saving him, or would he just like have a drink and say, that sucks, kid? Ooh, my instinct is a ladder. Um, okay. But I don't think we can move him pretty easily right now. So let's put that. It just feels so dark to let this guy, you know. What? <laughs> just waste away. Yeah. We got to focus. We got to focus. So you guys want to blow up the boat, huh? Yes. <laughs> no. We should find out what's on the boat. <laughs> oh. The good news is the person most equipped to both search and blow up the boat is Patty. Yeah. So that might work out okay. She can make the judgment call about how she wants to handle it. We don't know if sinking the boat would stop the spell. It might just keep raining at the bottom of the bay, and then it'll be harder to get to it. It'll move the rain cloud down an equivalent (laughs) amount, so it'll be maybe it'll be underwater. Was that how rain works? Pretty sure. A- am I hearing you volunteer me for essentially a suicide mission? No. Only suicide if you're not good enough. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 in that case, yes, I do want to go. Right, so baby angel is dressed as a winter guard. Is anybody else or are there any spare guard costumes no so he has pearls but she was the only Mm. one that was originally undercover so that's all they've got Uh, um i don't think my disguise is good enough um but you know we've been so good at stealthing i let's just keep this stealth train going are we all going i was gonna say are we leaving the other two behind again yeah why not zelf and i could go up and try and take care of the snipers Harville wants to go with you. Of course Harville can go with us. Uh, Tommy has to go with us because we can't leave him here with Glorhan and Pearl. Maybe since Tommy's a mercenary, maybe we can pay him to help us. in just like a contract to take out those snipers. <laughs> I assume we're just openly discussing this in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I make some kind of a check to try to see what I know about magical rain? Like a knowledge arcana or something like that? Sure. I do want to add inspiration to that for a grand total of 31. You can tell that everyone that is in the rain is going to naturally gain fire resistance of five. Nice. It doesn't distinguish between like friend or foe. It just does it to everybody. Any non-magical fire is immediately extinguished. You also know that it boosts electricity damage. So it's conductive. Mm. Cool. I feel like that might cause some problems for our bomb plan. Like, are these bombs uh, going to be effective in this magic rain? That, uh, yes, but also both of your bombs do half fire damage, half like bludgeoning damage too. This rain feels really powerful and that makes me nervous just putting that out there. So let's do it. <laughs> We've got enough people, except for poor Abraham. 
Although I guess Glorhan and... Yeah, uh, I think they're occupied. They're casting, so... Does Pearl want to come with us? She's like, I can, but we'll be leaving these three unattended. Uh, All alone. Okay, no, that's a good point. Since we have one Winter Guard uniform... Can we use the in every single movie trick of pretending that someone is escorting prisoners? <laughs> Will that work? Oh, no, Patty! <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. I'm taking them to the boat. Get out of my way. It just takes confidence, guys. And Baby Angel has that now that you've changed him. <laughs> that's true. I mean, come on, look at him. After his makeover, he can do anything. That's true. (laughs) Here's what we should do. We should double back on those snipers, knock them out gently, tie them up, take their uniforms. Then we've got an okay ratio of guards to prisoners. That's too fewer people to shoot at us, too. So I think that's good. I like that plan. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, could we, like, pay you to help us on that? (laughs) He nods. He's in for this plan. Tommy has no love lost for the winter guard. Sweet. Nice. See, Hell yeah, see he's me. fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Justin, I want to ask just in case. Yeah. If Kiyu is such a psychopath, is there like, you know, just a pile of guards? Oh, yeah. <laughs> dead bodies. Everyone <laughs> so many feet. Like, oh, no. Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. You could probably find just a frozen guy. Yes. And take <laughs> outfits from that. Just find corpses. This totally changes, like, my image of what the docks looks like right now, yeah. by the way. <laughs> bodies everywhere. So I love beating up the snipers so they don't cause us trouble yes. later. But I think we can fill out a full suite of suits here (laughs) just by scrounging. Okay, so we would need five. Let's start by taking out those snipers and then have the three people who will then have uniforms go drag some corpses over here so we can strip them down. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? Yes. I mean, you're not wrong. And it's going to be great. Some of us are going to have to wear corpse uniforms, and I, we'll figure out who that is later. Not me. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> They're all going to be corpse uniforms. Right? Oh, no. We're all a corpse eventually. Whoa. <laughs> I think maybe Tommy and Johnny should go and just put them down easy and strip them. The snipers? Yeah. Patty's sneaky, but she's not going to be able to, to undress anybody. I'm too small. You're just a little cutie. It's just not going to work out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Since there was a boy squad earlier, Johnny's going to ask if Zelf wants to come. So my battle mage class, if I leave a spell slot unprepared, I can take a little bit longer to like prepare one ad hoc. For sure. Do I have enough time? I think it takes like a minute. Yeah, absolutely. I want to create an endure element spell for Zelf. Cool. Nice, nice. A creature protected by Endure Elements suffers no harm from being in a hot or cold environment. Ooh, very nice. So while they're waiting, Zelf is going to make some nice spicy noodles, (laughs) either cleansing in the heat or warming in the cold. Uh, And he'll make some for everybody, but the magic effect only is for one person. (laughs) Awesome. Does he tell Johnny and Tommy that he's getting magic and they aren't, or is he just mom? No. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> they just think he's making why, lunch. Why would that be important? Oh, thanks for the noodles, bro. <laughs> Tommy holds up. Uh, he has like a couple ninja east smoke bombs. Nice. Johnny nods like, yeah, that'll be great. Like, give us some cover. Tommy just starts nodding, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> don't, don't go in the smoke. He's just motioning you like... <laughs> <laughs> you vaguely remember uh, entering into uh, one of his poison smoke bombs that knocked out Patty. Oh, before. yeah. Johnny nods with the glow of realization in his eyes, <laughs> thinking about how cool ninjas are. <laughs> also, these noodles, oh, super good. I guess you let's roll initiative. Yeah. Oh, Tommy. He did poorly. Uh, were you guys going to roll for stealth and see if you get a surprise round on them? Sure. I think so. Okay. Sweet. I rolled a natural 20. With my armor check penalty, that makes that a uh, 16. Wow. <laughs> 
Uh, I rolled a 12. I am going to spend inspiration on that since I do have proficiency with stealth, uh, which brings it to a 16. 16 club. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Boy 16. Uh, The Winter Guard snipers, they roll a 7. So, yeah, you guys do get a surprise round on them. These are the shittiest snipers. (laughs) (laughs) They've got, like, scopes pointed down at the dock. They're not looking behind yeah. them. Oh, hey, no, uh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Their attention is elsewhere. Yeah. You've played this video game before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've got their little cone of vision. So these two snipers are at the highest balcony of this area overlooking the docks, and they are pacing back and forth across this area, just making sure that nothing strange is going on below when Zelf, Tommy, and Johnny are able to (laughs) catch up with them as they're kind of separated from each other and launch a surprise attack. Wait, we're killing these guys, right? We're not knocking them out? Sure. Okay. All right. Just (laughs) Mr. Johnny, what do you want to do? I'm going to power attack him. It's a 19 hit? Yes. Nice. And I'll deal 25 damage to him. Oh, yeah. No, you have got your first uh, uniform. (laughs) (laughs) What a discreet way of saying that, Justin. Hell yeah. How do you do 25 damage? To be fair, Paul, I rolled max damage on that. Okay, so that's 2d6 of the greatsword, plus 6, plus 6, plus 1. Okay, I did the math. It's good. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It checks out. I love that every time it happens, Paul, you're like, how? Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping us honest. So Tommy has a katana that he removes from his back. As an ifrit, he uses just his strong, warm grasp to heat it up. So when he strikes, <gasps> he deals uh, a bit of fire damage, and he gets a sneak attack damage as well. So he does a total of 16 damage to this guy, who is still nice. standing, but barely. I shouldn't ask this, but does the magical rain reduce the fire damage this guy takes? Fucking you narc. Ask that. You should ask that. You should ask that. I did the math. Yeah. <laughs> teacher, teacher. <laughs> Yeah, he will not take the one fire damage. Oh, Zell, he cost us one damage. Good job, Paul. You preserved your integrity. Such a cool, flavorful environmental effect. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, no. And in my mental image, like, the whole thing is still really cool. Like, the sword is definitely, like, glowing red hot, and it's it's sizzling in the rain and stuff, right? It's pretty awesome. But it's just aesthetic. It doesn't actually deal any extra damage. (laughs) (laughs) Self, it's your turn. So I just slap him with a spatula. Does a 20 hit? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. A 20 hits. All right. I do three damage. Improvised cookware. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, two HP left. So he is also dead. (laughs) Corpse outfit number two. (laughs) What does it look like when someone is killed by... Your spatula. <laughs> Probably they spin around and fall down and they've got a big spatula print on their face. <laughs> Such a shameful way to die. <laughs> Smash like a grilled cheese. Right? Like after they get stabbed by this cool flame ninja in the back, then they get spackhanded in the face by a spatula. Good work, team. Let's get all the right. Then we'll, like, I guess, pick up the bodies and we'll carry them back off the rooftop. <laughs> You're not awesome. going to strip them right there? <laughs> We gotta hide the bodies. We gotta sure. we gotta throw them in the ocean or put them in a warehouse or something like that. I love the idea of just leaving the nude bodies laying on the rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. That's a bad idea. Okay. So you guys have collected a total of three uniforms now. One of them is slightly singed. Would you guys go and <laughs> go pick up some dead bodies? Yeah, that would be efficient. Right. Thank you. So we take the uniforms we have and we do a quick patrol and pick up any of the bodies of the soldiers that Q has killed <laughs> in his rampages. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, there are at least two we know of. There's got to be more. <laughs> I love that we've just devolved into just gathering dead bodies. Yeah. They're raw materials, Patty. <laughs> could we use the frozen ones as a weapon? Yeah, see? We could like use them as a battering ram. Now you're thinking like a rat. that's speciesism the winter guard uniform does offer two other bonuses because they are designed to 
get through cold weather, you get a plus five circumstance bonus if you have to make a fort save against exposure to cold weather. They also have cleats, so there's no penalty mm. to walking over ice. Nice. Okay. That rules. I'm going to keep these cleats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, so we're all successfully outfitted as winter guards. They were able to find an especially small corpse that had a uniform that fit Patty. <laughs> They just roll up the sleeves. It was a child soldier. No. It wasn't a halfling or a dwarf. No, it's what Caitlin said. I'm sorry. Okay. okay, we're all looking fit. I know it's unlikely that we'll be successfully able to sneak on the boat, but I feel like we should try. And if we fail, maybe we can fight. Does that sound like a good idea? Or should we do a thing where we like lure some of the guards away and one by one knock them out and get their numbers down that way? Yeah. And also, like, if Captain Iron Eye happens to be on the ship, like she might be, like, I'm supposed to fight her and she has something of Orem's. So, like, I'm game to go. And then we can blow her up, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny, I meant to ask, who's Orem? Oh. Orem's like my master. When yeah. I was back in Begram, like, they found me and, like, kind of, like, introduced me to, like, the Church of Gavilan and, like, ah. Siroko and Kamir and stuff. So she's got something of your masters. Okay, well, I hope it's something important and not just, like, some old socks. That would be very underwhelming. <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> to me. To, yeah, to me. You know, that's a great point, Johnny. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for listening to Burnt Cookbook Party. Also, thank you to everybody who's been leaving five-star reviews and mentioning us on Twitter and who've been strapping their friends down to chairs and taping their ears open and forcing them to listen to the show. They might seem angry with you in that moment, but, you know, keep at it. I think they'll really come around. And it really does help us and the show find our audience and get get people in the door. Speaking of in the, the door we've got an official discord now and that the discord has a door that you can open to get into it and you can find a link to it on our twitter feed at twitter.com slash bcb party i'm refreshing the link regularly but if it doesn't work for you just send us an email at our email address which is bcbparty at gmail.com i'll make a fresh new one and it'll be all shiny Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
We've got uh, so many quest objectives that lead us to this stuff. <laughs> that we've given ourselves for the most part. The mini map is like littered with exclamation points. Like, exactly. <laughs> do we want to try to sneak? Do we want a full blown assault? Do we want to try to take out some of them by stealth? Like, what is our plan? I think we're just a crew. Just a crew. Doing okay. an important task on the okay. boat. And when, when you walk with purpose, <laughs> yes, sometimes yeah. people don't stop you. All right. Yeah. Okay, let's just do it. Let's just try to walk onto the boat. I'll let you decide how you want to do this. If you want to make a bluff check, a disguise check, some sort of performance that you're doing to convince these people that you are just soldiers going about your business oh. Oh, i do have perform acting okay. which is pretty good <laughs> i kind of want to use that justin is this a check we would all have to make or would like a skill leader make the check for the party i will let you decide you can make it individually or i'll let you make a group one and if three of you make it then the party makes it but if Ooh. we don't make it, then everybody is caught. I like that. Uh, I've got a very good bluff. I'm going to use perform acting. Astra and Patty are shoe-ins. I'll tell you guys, Tommy has a plus seven to disguise. I don't know if somebody has a better role than that. I don't think so. Let this NPC carry us. Other than the people that are actively working on the robot there, the others are pretty on top of things, like looking around. Pretty attentive. I love the robot. I hope we fight the robot. <laughs> it is so cool. Mess with the robot after we blow up the boat. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay, so I need to make a perform acting. All right, good luck, everyone. And then, like, we do, like, a cool handshake high five and maybe with, like, finger guns. And then it gives you a reroll. So oh. good. I don't think that we as a party have been using that enough because that's incredible. Yeah. It's very helpful. Holy cow. Oh, no. Uh, it's something that Johnny forgets that he has. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to uh, Johnny's kind luck sharing, I had a 13 on my first perform acting and then a 21 on my second Ooh, one. Beautiful. Yes. That's very nice. I got a paltry 15 because I rolled poorly. It looks like Tommy was pretty successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though. He's used to just blending in. He got a 29. <laughs> Oh, you got lucky. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh. <laughs> Who the hell's Beak Eye? Yeah, something called Beak Eye just got a 13 on their perception check. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Kay. <laughs> no, I I'm do not. worry about it, Justin. <laughs> Is that the robot's <laughs> name? Maybe. Oh, I think so maybe. Scary. Yeah. Imagine if he had an eye that was a beak. Oh, I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of robots. We <laughs> should blow it up. So you guys make your way through this large collection of Winter Guard that are, have kind of surrounded the prototype weapon that they've brought down this construct, and they're all kind of joking about it and looking at it, admiring it. So cool. You guys are just sort of playing it cool. Astra bluffing the people that she walks by about being a soldier. Patty, putting on an acting performance, you know, you guys read some middling reviews of her acting when you were in Brewer's <laughs> shop, but, you know, she's pretty good, honestly. Very <laughs> natural. <laughs> when given the right material. As you guys pass by this machine, this group, is there anything that you want to do? I stand between the thing and Zelf so that Zelf doesn't get tempted. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we need to keep our eye on the prize for now. I mean, maybe take a closer look at it as we're casually passing by. I want to do a thing. <laughs> of course you do. I want to use my ability to study the oh. construct to see if I can learn one of its special abilities. Absolutely. Oh. So cool. Yeah, that rules. Oh. Okay. Um, so I'm going to make a knowledge engineering check. Bom, bom. A nine. Oh. It does not succeed. <laughs> it's technology that you've not seen before. You knew that Erosia was very advanced scientifically. The continent itself is sort of sinking into the water. <laughs> and as they lose more and more land, they are just trying to make new technologies that could potentially save them and, and keep them uh, above water. And that's kind of translated here into a weapon, unfortunately. So you guys make it past the large group here, but as you guys go onto the actual dock that's jutting out into the ocean that the boat is docked at, Kihu sees you guys walking out. He rolled a 20, and he just yells, You six, are, aren't you supposed to be looking for 
the anomalies. Fucking love that they're called the anomalies. Um, can we pretend that we did not hear him and walk more briskly? We, he's going to murder us. <laughs> <laughs> Very briskly. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, just outrun him. <laughs> okay, cool. Feign ignorance. He's fairly slow. Let's see. So, what kind of check is that? <laughs> I mean, just walk at your speed. Is that that's what I was gonna have to do? <laughs> yep. Just keep going. Do not acknowledge. He's gonna love that. And so, both of you guys are like the social skill people. Yeah. So I'm trusting. <laughs> Trusting you with this entire situation. This is what I would do in this instance. I would absolutely yeah, ignore the that's person yelling point. at me and just keep going. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's like a dog. So you guys just keep your heads down and, and plow on forward. He's really caught off guard at first. He doesn't follow you for a round, but then he also moves it at his speed. He gets to the where you, where you guys had started. He's like, you six, uh, a commander is giving you an order. Stop right there. At this point, the six of you are at the boat. You're at a wooden ramp that is set up leading up into the boat. That was amazing. What would you like to do? I feel like that worked really well last so time, well. Guys. Keep going. As soon as we cross over, toss the plank overboard. All right. <laughs> that or we're about to get cornered on this boat. No, no, this is a great plan. You can all swim, right? We didn't ask that the last episode and everybody said no, right? <laughs> Right. I love that this is our new strategy. Just <laughs> ignore all consequences and plow forward. I love that you actually caught Justin off guard and that that translated into a, a game effect. He does not have a chance to get to the plank before you guys are on the ship and push yeah. it off, which is hilarious. But he is right down below on the dock. You can oh, see him uh, looking at you and yelling up. <laughs> Who dares disobey an order from Kihu? He turns around and he blasts the guy standing right behind him with ice and kills him. <laughs> Guys, this is a win-win. We got on the boat and we got rid of one of the other guards. The other three kind of step back just like freaking out. <laughs> Make a perception check now that you guys are on the boat. That was amazing. Seven. Okay, so that's a 20 for me. 21 for Astra. Was there anything in particular that you guys were looking for on this boat? The source of the rain. Also, any sign of Captain Iron Eye. Cool. I will also have you make a spellcraft check, and if you have detect magic. I certainly do, Justin. Boy, my perception sucked, but my spellcraft was a 28. Astra, with your detect magic, as you look around this boat, you see that the figurehead, the golden mermaid at the front of the oh, boat, yeah. is oh. glowing with an aura matching this spell. Oh, fuck, that's cool. Okay. But boy, is that difficult to break off and take with us, huh? You also see at the front of the boat, above you on the second level, you hear a woman humming a very eerie sea shanty. Ooh. <laughs> um. Also hear some squawking, a like a, a parrot squawking as well. Guys, I just want to say that I'm feeling very vindicated because for quite some time, I thought that this Iron Eyes person was a pirate nah. and then thought that I was wrong about it. And I was like, why did I think she was a pirate? And then now it turns out she is a pirate. So... My instincts were right all along. Is the sea shanty magical in any way, or hmm. is it just eerie? Is he hot? It'd be both, lass. Zelf, with a spellcraft roll, since you rolled a 28, I'll say that you feel as if the sea shanty is bardic in nature. Oh my god. All right. Well, Zelf will exchange a meaningful mm. glance with Astra. <laughs> Astra will waggle her eyebrows dramatically. Zelf will tap his ears. Does she have a pet parrot or is she a bird person? Iron Eye comes up <laughs> to the balcony from the second level of the ship and she kind of leans over it. You see that she's a tall gill person. Uh, so she has like kind of translucent bluish skin and you can see the gills on like her <gasps> scaly neck. She's got like long tangled blue hair that she has like loosely braided under a tri-corner pirate hat. She kind of smirks and she goes, I 
Johnny, I see you got my message. And she dangles a golden sun medallion, which, Johnny, you recognize as Orem's holy symbol. Something that they would not let go of easily. Uh, And Iron Eye says, Orem gave it to me, you see. They wanted me to know that when I killed you, it was with Gavilan's blessing. Johnny's eyes narrow, like, that sounds like a lie to me, Iron Eye, but I'll take that medallion. I feel like we're about to see Johnny just go into some kind of insane blood wrath, and I'm here for it. I'm just going to stay out of the way. Yeah, I'm worried. What do you guys want to do? There's so much we want to do. We want to destroy the figurehead. We want to destroy Iron Eye. I feel like we need to take care of her first, maybe. And by take care of her, I mean kill her and throw her in the sea. Yeah. Unless that makes her more powerful. (laughs) In which case... (laughs) God, I was going to say, are we certain that this is a combatant? But she did just say that she was going to kill Johnny, so I guess it's on. Are there any other soldiers on the boat right now? Not that you can see. Justin, can I do a thing before combat starts? I want to cast the spell Illusion of Calm on myself, which makes it look like I'm not doing something even when I'm doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can do that as she's taunting Johnny. Okay, so I can see that there's like stairs leading down into the ship. Yes, there are stairs going up, so north, to the second story of the ship. But underneath the kind of overhang, there is a door. Same on the opposite side, the the overhang at the south that she's leaning over, taunting you beneath that, there's also a door. Then these two stairways right in front of you are both going down into the ship. The big square in the center, that's like a lift. So that's how they pulled the prototype weapon out from that level. Cool. Don't think I'm going to be able to block all of those, but I presume that there are soldiers in the belly of this ship that might arise once this battle begins. So that's maybe just something to keep an eye on. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me so nervous when you giggle like that, Justin. All right, Johnny, what do you want to do? And I was like, eh. Orum gave me permission to kill you. And like, you know, maybe some other paladin might spend time to detect evil. But Johnny is actually a paladin that has taken an oath of vengeance. And he's taken it against the erosion winter guard and stuff like that. So he's not even going to bother with this whole, maybe I'm not on the right side. No, he's going to smite evil is what his plan is. And he's going to enlarge person. Amazing. Awesome. You're just hulking out. He's like, we will let justice decide this. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the first time that you've enlarged uh, on the podcast. Do you want to explain why you do that? Yeah, what? Yeah, so I imagine that when this happens, there's a red embery glint that happens in his eye and it like turns into the <sighs> cinder and like the smoke kind of billows up and he like kind of grows into the form of that. Johnny has Efridi blood in his heritage. So rather than having the spell-like ability to have burning hands, he has the ability to once per day enlarge person or reduce person like genies can do. That rules. <laughs> Above you guys, a parrot soars around. It kind of starts Mm. to circle above you, Astra. Mm. And as it does, you see this parrot's face morphs into your own. No! Horrifying! Absolutely horrifying. And it just kind of looks at you mockingly with your own face staring back at you. Oh my god, I'm gonna have nightmares. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. And it doesn't do anything else, but it is just circling above your head about 20 feet in the air above you. (laughs) Justin, that's enough. (laughs) It doesn't need to do anything more. I have to take care of this ferret. You guys deal with the rest of this. Tommy Ember Eyes looks at you, Zelf. He removes one of his smoke bombs and he kind of nods to Kihu and the three soldiers who are standing <laughs> on the dock below the ship, like kind of asking permission from you. Tommy Ember Eyes is such a bro! Well, Zelf is going <laughs> to give him a real firm thumbs up. He lobs one of his smoke bombs down onto the dock. Oh, so good. Uh, it fills the air with smoke and you see they all start like hacking and choking. Who wanted to kill this guy? He's <laughs> <laughs> right? No comment. <laughs> I still don't trust him. Oh no. It's definitely build up for when he betrays us. 
guys. You're getting lucky today. Oh, ooh. I like getting lucky. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're untouchable. <laughs> Justin can't kill us. <laughs> wow. Oh, Kihu and the three soldiers that are with him all pass out from the same smoke bomb that hit Patty <gasps> in the black market. Oh, man. Tommy MVP. We have to keep him with us. I was so concerned about getting off the boat with them. <laughs> but now I'm just like, okay, Tommy just immediately took right? care of that. Right? Yeah. Just about as fast as he took care of us. What? No way. He would never. And then it is Iron Eyes' turn. I'm calling it now. We're going to get her down to like three hit points, and then she's going to jump on the ocean. This and guy. And she can breathe underwater. Quiet. Quiet, you. And she'll come back <laughs> later stronger. No, I want to chop her up. (laughs) Justin, does she have tentacles? She does not have tentacles. She just has gills. Otherwise, she's pretty much a humanoid. Okay, I was going to suggest that we chop off a tentacle and see if it grows back. (laughs) So she stepped back from the balcony. She's no longer visible, but you know that she's still up there. She's going to start casting a spell. And Patty, it's your turn. Okay. I'm going to try to start heading her direction and hopefully be able to climb up the rigging or the wall. I do have slippers of scampering, which allow me to move on vertical surfaces or even upside down on ceilings. You can use your full turn to get up there, (laughs) or you can move 20 feet and do something at the base of the wall. I'm going to go all the way up there, I think. All right, Patty, with your scampering slippers, you just vertically climb the wall as if you're walking on it. And at the top, you come face to face with Iron Eye. (laughs) Harvel is going to reach out to you, Johnny. He has a cleric spell, Sun Metal. Sweet. He touches your greatsword and it bursts into flame. So whenever you hit with that, you deal an additional 1d4 points of fire damage. He tells you, we're going to have to do something about the rain, but eventually this is going to be useful. And Zelf, what would you like to do, sir? As a swift action, I am going to make a knowledge check to see if I can learn any abilities of the parrot. Make a knowledge nature, Paul. Knowledge nature. Okay. Uh, I feel a lot better about that one. Paul is so inquisitive. It's my class. <laughs> my class is investigator. <laughs> For a moment, I was like, oh, Paul's going to help Astra <laughs> by killing and attacking this creature. I need to study it. No, he's just going to look <laughs> at it. No. Uh, I got a 31. Beautiful. Yeah, studies the fuck out of it. Paul, you recognize this creature as a mocking fae. Yes! <gasps> so it looks as if it's a parrot, but it's actually a fae creature. Oh my god. They have the ability to change <laughs> no. their appearance into any creature it can see, but they can't change their size, so they're always still just a parrot size. So she's a parrot-sized <laughs> Astra flying around. <laughs> that was amazing. We have to kill it immediately. <laughs> Do I have an idea what this shape change does? Like, if you harm the bird, does it harm the person, or is it just some kind of weird psychological? It's just weird psychological bullshit. I love it is that. just okay. to be an asshole. It does have That's the spell days, uh, but otherwise, uh, it, the biggest danger is its talons. Do I know if there's any ability that I could learn by cooking and eating it? Cook it. Paul? Cook it. Potentially days. <laughs> Can you imagine roasting something with Astra's face exactly. on it? And no, then serving exactly. it to her? That is so dark. No, no. If this dies and it still has my face. When it's a parrot, it's going to change back. You think it's going to change back? This is not going to be weird. I mean, I hope so. If it, it still has my face and it dies, I'm not going to let you eat it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put my foot right down. So if she doesn't let you eat it, what if you make like a crazy mask out of it, right? Ew, like, not God. going to. We'll bury it. Throw it into the ocean. Tell me a little bit more about this figurehead. What is it made out of and how sturdy does it look? I think he said it was golden. Yeah, it does have a hardness of tin. Do I think that an acid element attack would have an effect on it? It's not immune to acid. Okay, well, it's worth a shot. So I'm going <laughs> to cast the spell that I learned by cooking that Ankeg. Awesome. It takes a move action to pull that from my pack and then a standard action to consume it. So that'll be awesome, my full awesome, turn. Awesome, awesome, Astra. 
I'm going ah! to ah! Uh, use my crossbow to shoot at the thing. <laughs> That's just it. I'm going to shoot it. Oh, Bee guy, okay. <laughs> yes, that is Bee guy. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Iron Eye and her friend Bee guy. <laughs> it is thematic. Okay, <laughs> glad they didn't see us coming. <laughs> I'm so glad that Iron Eye just instantly recognized Johnny. She's like that gigantic, broad-shouldered guy who looks like Channing Tatum. Everybody, <laughs> shut up! I got a natural <laughs> twenty on my attack. Oh, nice. Awesome. Did the crit confirm, Justin? Can you uh, check? A Twelve. It doesn't confirm, so it just says normal damage. Damn, that's fine. I shoot it in its chest for six points of damage. Awesome, that's pretty good. It squawks loudly with your face. Your face just no, squawks no, no. <laughs> 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 I don't like it. And Astra's just going to say that. She's going to say, no, ignore the fish woman. We have to kill this parrot. This is mission critical. It's like you've got a weird thing with Faye going on. It's just a weird bird. Look at how weird this bird. You don't think that Why is weird? That? It has my it's face weird. self. I said weird. Okay, thank you. Yes, you're right. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> uh, Johnny, what do you want to do? I want to charge Iron Eye. So you're going to have to like jump onto the balcony, right? Make a acrobatics check, or you can just go through the stairs. I want to go through the stairs. Okay. Am I too big to go there? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Big. <laughs> Johnny Too Big. <laughs> Johnny, enraged, can't fit through the staircase to get to yeah. his target. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should have become giant after reaching the second floor. Legitimately, Caitlin, I argued that in my head for exactly those reasons. Maybe Patty can reach down and pull you up. Pull giant Johnny up with my tiny rat hand. <laughs> Is she within my reach because I'm large? Yes. I hit her. <laughs> That's so good. So does a 17 hit? Yes. Okay. In that case, <sighs> ideal... 28 damage. Phew. I'm smiting evil. Do I get my smite evil? Uh, she's not evil. Okay, then I don't. Okay. Oh. Don't mean we're not going to kill if her. If she's not evil, then why are we fighting her? Yeah. Well, because Johnny went off. <laughs> okay, good point. I guess <laughs> yes. I drew first blood, but this parrot is fucking mocking me, and I'm not sorry about it. I have no beef with this lady, so I don't know. I just got caught up in the moment. <laughs> I mean, she did threaten Johnny. <laughs> she did. Uh, Beak Eye swoops down at you with an attack of a 20 to your CMD. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that hits for sure. I'm not even looking. I'm a magic user. That hits for sure. So it blinds you for one round, Jenna. Oh. It goes for your eyes. Oh, oh. Justin, the last thing I see is my own face oh my closing God. in, and then it scratches my face, my oh, actual Jesus. face. This is horrifying. <laughs> this is a nightmare, Justin. Sorry, 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 Justin. sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I blinded you. Tommy Ember Eyes runs past you guys and takes a leap off of the boat onto the dock. Oh, shit. Ooh. Tommy's going rogue. Hell yeah, Tommy. Oh, wait. Is he going to go back to the shop and take out Glorhand and Pearl now that we're in combat? Fuck. Well, keep an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> he probably wouldn't, right? He's a bro, right? He's a <laughs> no. I didn't expect the betrayal to come so early. Oh, Tommy. Iron Eye is going to take a five-foot step towards you, Patty. And she is going to attempt to grapple you. She can oh. try. I'm small. <laughs> Squirmy. <laughs> have you ever tried to grab a rat? I have. And it's not easy. <laughs> so she rolled a 15 to grapple you, Patty. So I'm looking at your CMD and not your AC. My CMD is 17. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, nice. All right. It is a failure. And it is Patty's turn. This bitch made the mistake of coming here close to me because I was going to just throw money at her. But now that she's next to me. Use your tail blade. I actually have an option um, where as a full round action, I can make three attacks 
with my machete, Whoa. my tail blade, and my tankard. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to do that. Awesome. So the only downside to that is it is a minus two on each of them, but you do get to make all three. All right, with my machete, my attack is a 23. 23 hits for sure. Okay, and that does three damage. And is she an Erosian official noble courtier or gentry? She is. So I get a plus two bonus on that. And that's on your attack roll too. So that pretty much negates your penalty. Excellent. All right. So my never spill tankard. My attack is a 12 on that. A 12 does not hit. Oh, that bitch. And finally, my super cute tail blade. I'm just like a frenzy (laughs) of little pink paws. Yeah. And little pink tail. My attack is a 21. That definitely <sighs> And I two damage plus two is four. Yeah, this pirate Incredible. reaches out to grab you, thinking you're just going to be easy to pick up, and you launch a series of attacks, <laughs> machete to tanker to tail blade, doing a total of nine damage. Incredible. An incredible attack. And then I chatter my little teeth at her. <laughs> in an intimidating way. Um, I think Harville, I assume that you've announced that problem is the mermaid statue. I, I'll just say, been been yelling about the parrot. <laughs> Everyone's aware of the parrot situation. No, he'll help you out. I'm just saying, if you're asking. <laughs> it tells you my fire attacks aren't as strong as normal, but I will do my best and he shoots a cone of fire into the air. Astra gives him a thumbs up in his direction. She cannot see him. <laughs> <laughs> he does 23 damage minus 5. He does 18 damage. Wow. Uh, frying that parrot. He says, uh, hopefully I'm living up to the glass cannon name. <laughs> <laughs> Dies. The bird gets a reflex save here. Let's see. Oh, it's a bird. And it definitely makes that. So it yeah, only takes a t- nine damage. <laughs> Why is it this hard to kill a bird? That Astra's <laughs> face on it. Zelf, what do you want to do? I'm going to move toward the figurehead. Uh, so I'm going to move up and then I want to spit acid at the figurehead. Ooh. Once you're on this upper deck, Zelf, you see three Winter Guard soldiers who were on land have climbed a stack of crates up to the bowsprit and they are making their way on board, sort of <laughs> shimmying down Ooh. that. Oh. oh, man. Well, if this is a line, how many of the soldiers can I get at the same time? You can at least get the two closest ones. All right. Well, Zelf is feeling cocky, so he shouts something like, Welcome aboard, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Vomiting acid. All of oh, great. I love that the description for that is that he belches forth a line of acid. Yeah. <laughs> it's evocative. Uh, and that's just eight damage. Cool. Astro, what do you want to do? Uh, still alive, Astro. Astro <laughs> 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 is furious to hear that. She was hoping Baby Angel got him. I think I can cast this without being able to see hedging weapons. Like, the target is me. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm going to cast hedging weapons, which makes a version of my spiraled rapier appear, provides me a little bit of AC bonus, and I can hypothetically throw it as a ranged weapon, you know, sometime in the future when I can see again. Add a parrot. Add a parrot specifically with my face. (laughs) That's the end of my turn. (laughs) Johnny, what do you want to do? Is there any way I can move her so Patty and I can have some sort of flanking? here yeah that would work and then i'm going to uh because i think i can notice if my smite evil doesn't have an effect oh yeah i would think so okay and so i'm going to use my blade of mercy and i'm going to do subdual damage all right does a 23 hit oh yeah definitely sweet ideal 28 plus the uh the 1d4 fire damage Three. As your swing comes down, the rain is still taking care of most of the fire. Yeah. But the rest of it definitely hits her. She's almost knocked completely off her feet by the power of your hit, but she is barely still standing. Surrender, Iron Eye. 
We've got your ship. On B-Guy's <laughs> turn, it is going to again swoop at you, Astro, with its talons. No. And as does it goes, no. Abraxa, Abraxa. Oh. <laughs> <Storm> <laughs> Again. Uh, no, <laughs> it's Almost nothing. like a terrible secret of some kind. That's just what parrots sound like. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That is, yeah, okay. So I rolled a 12. I assume that you are probably good to go. Oh, yeah. No, this parrot can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Despite being blinded, the spiral rapier, just like a force spirit version of it, flies forward and knocks the bird back, protecting you. <laughs> yeah. On Tommy's turn, he continues to run forward and meets where the prototype weapon has started to double back towards you guys. <laughs> oh, is he joining up with him or is he sacrificing himself to save us? I don't know. Neither. He's going back to get Glorhan and Pearl. He is going to try to attack it with his katana. Oh, I feel like this is not going to go well for him. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> He's going to smack this robot with a sword. That is not <laughs> we have to save him, Maddie. It seems to have no effect whatsoever. Oh no. Oh no, he's a himbo also. <laughs> <laughs> All Ifrits are. <laughs> oh, Tommy. <laughs> On Iron Ice turn. She is going to cast a spell on you, Johnny. Cast a spell on you. Uh, and you get a will save against it, a DC 15. Oh, no. Will save's bad news, bud. Do you get any kind of paladin bonuses to that? I mean, I naturally get to add all my charisma to it. I rolled a 24 on my will save. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, no, that's more than enough. Yeah, that was a good roll. She goes, ah, you're more powerful <laughs> than... They warned me about it. Oh, I'm told me you weren't the brightest. <laughs> I don't even know why you keep lying like that. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Patty, what do you want to do? We're going to go machete this round after dazzling everyone with my display of combat prowess last time. Incredible. It's like I have a 24 to attack. Nice. Plus my two bonus. That's a 26. And then that does five damage plus my two bonus is seven. Yeah. That is all it takes. Woo! What does this look like? As I jump into a little tiny crouch with my little pink feet, I'll spread out my little pink toes, and then I leap up in the air, and I take my machete, and I cut her right down, so I cut her head in half from the top. <laughs> wow! Nice. This all went so quickly. It's definitely facing Astra while this happens, right? Yeah, like, and her so, head okay. just kind of like each, each piece of it just falls to the side. <laughs> oh my god. And then I give a squeak of triumph. And wait, Justin, so important. Am I still blind? <laughs> no, maybe that's the first thing you see. <sighs> you, you wouldn't be anymore. My sight clears and that's what I see. Yeah. This is the worst day I've ever had. <laughs> Part of the damage we did to Iron Eye was subdual, right? Yeah. So is she dead or is she unconscious? Ah, oh, I don't get to cut her head in half. God damn <laughs> it, Johnny. You do, but she survives. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's the worst. No. <laughs> that's so much worse. Uh, Orem's medallion falls at your feet, Johnny. Oh, my goodness. I instantly pick that up and, like, cover it from the rain. The prototype weapon, you see the oh, vent at the center of it starts to glow, and the cannon oh, fires. Tommy. Tommy! You're too beautiful for this world. I can't believe he sacrificed himself for us. Tommy is able to dodge out of the way of the intense oh. bolt of electricity. Oh, thank God. Oh, no. It's raining. It's conductive. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Herval is going to... He's just his snowball. Oh, that's not good. He rolled a nat one to shoot a snowball at the bird uh, and failed miserably. The soldier near you, Zelf, is going to make an attack at you with its winter sword. Uh, An 11. That does not hit. Zelf, it's your turn. Winter sword. Okay, I want to spit another line of acid at the figurehead hitting the soldier on the way. 
for a total of six damage. Yeah, both of these guys are, <laughs> are hit by the acid. <laughs> it's eating through them, and they collapse <laughs> in pain, dying. Ugh. Gross. Oh, my God. Astra, your vision restored. What do you want to do? I'm going to throw my hedging weapon at that bird. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, the best thing to do, it's a ranged attack at any target you can see within 30 feet of you, and it does 2d6 force damage if it hits. So I guess I'm just going to throw it. Oh, beautiful. Did I roll another natural 20? <laughs> you did. Hey, you sure My did. My fucking hatred for this parrot burns so deep. I can't be stopped. I refuse to accept it until this bird's murder is on my hands. I assume a 21 crit confirms. It does. 20. Fucking 20, Justin. Massacred it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just a puff of feathers. Does it like spiral through the air like a corkscrew? Yeah. It, when I pick it up to throw it, it kind yes. of does this weird like retracting almost like it is a spring. And then as I throw it, it extends out and just like spirals its way through the body of this horrible, horrible little fey monster. Does its face turn back to its parrot face when it dies, Justin? Maybe not. Okay. Just for you. <laughs> I don't know what I wanted the answer to be, honestly. I kind of wanted it to be yes, and I kind of wanted it to be no. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lugemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber as Astra Blup, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stieber. This episode edited by Justin Green and Andrew Hansen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.